Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Cowler. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello there and welcome into episode number 28 of our podcast, y'all. I am so excited to dive in because today we have an amazing guest, my best friend, Carly Bueller, and I just cannot wait to have her on here and have you guys hear this conversation because I have to tell you, she is one of the most brightest, full of life, um, forced to be reckoned with personalities that I have ever encountered in my entire life. And I just want to give you all of of this bright and shininess of her and I think that this is the best way that I can do that without us all going to visit her in North Carolina. So here we are in this episode we talk about how health and fitness is a lifelong journey and one that never ends and one that you can continue to be inspired and motivated and excited about and I just know you're going to have so many takeaways but before we get into the episode let me tell you a little bit about Carly. She is a dog mom of two, a part part-time Orange Theory fitness coach, a full-time coordinator of fitness at Elon University in North Carolina, and a lifelong mimosa connoisseur. And once you get to know Carly, you'll know that she loves to live a damn happy and damn healthy lifestyle. And I just can't wait to have you dive on into this episode. So let's go ahead and have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so, so, so excited for today because I'm sitting here with my best friend virtually, Carly. I wish it was in person. Um, Carly and I go, I want to say kind of do go way back. It feels like way back now. Um, and we we met probably, oh gosh, Carly, five years ago, maybe yeah. longer. yeah. Yeah, so I am so excited to have her on here. I always like to call her like my um, twin of a best friend or just like soulmate as far as a best friend goes. We are so much alike that it's scary. And we've also, we kind of, our, our passion and our friendship all like related to health and fitness and it all started with that. So I think she's just going to be an awesome person to have a conversation with on here. So welcome Carly. You can go ahead and introduce yourself and tell my audience a little bit about you and your health and fitness journey. Oh, alrighty. How do I follow that introduction? But yes, my name is Carly. I actually live in North Carolina. So even if we could be virtually or in person together right now, we couldn't unless I hopped on a plane. So uh, yeah, I met Chelsea in Iowa back when I lived there, but we moved out here for my husband's work. But I um, have been working in fitness for seven years now. And I met Chelsea through one of my fitness internships way back when. Um, one of the other reasons that we connected was because we were both dog moms. So yay <laughs> to right. all the paws out there. Um, <laughs> I work out here at Elon University as the coordinator of recreation for fitness and aquatics. And my biggest hobby, passion is Orange Theory Fitness, which of course all doors are closed right now and I'm just itching to get back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Um, I yeah, Carly lives in North Carolina, which makes me super sad. We 
connected and were like attached at the hip for the few years that we lived in the same city and then they moved which I'm so proud of them and happy for them because I knew that was like on their bucket list to do and it gives me a really cool place to go visit as well so we were just talking about before we got started that I want to go see her they just moved into a beautiful new house and I want to go see her before I, once all this is over with. I mean, I'm assuming, yes, when this episode airs, I'm it will all still be going on because it'll be this month. So yeah. I am just so ready to see her. But the one thing that I want to talk about today with Carly specifically is focusing on her health and fitness journey because I got to tell you guys, go follow Carly on Instagram. She's like inspirational, happy, fun super freaking fit all the things and (laughs) I was just saying like you would see Carly on Instagram and you would think like holy shit this girl is fit as hell she's like got all of her got it all together in terms of her health her fitness her happiness like she's thriving but the reason I want to bring her on here and talk about this is because it's really important for us all to remember that regardless of from the outside looking in what you see for a person right now everyone starts somewhere. And so Carly, tell us a little bit about your journey um, as like kind of growing into this whole health and fitness world and where you started and then how you kind of got to where you are now. Yeah. So where did I start? (laughs) Uh, People. So for example, yesterday I did a track workout and people were like looking at me thinking that I was like some big track athlete in high school. And I wasn't, I was a cheerleader and to put this into a little image in everyone's head, I'm five foot 10 and I cheered for seven years and I did never played basketball or volleyball. So (laughs) I can't even really say that this started out of being an athlete because I literally went to cheer practice in high school. And then I would eat a pop tart right before practice and then I yeah, so like thankfully cheerleading always kept me active because I mean when you do compared to cheerleading the routines like get you out of breath but I guess I realized that I needed to actually focus on something when cheerleading ended and before college and I was like okay like some pounds are coming on here let's let's stop this so then I started um running a crap ton found some half marathons etc um And then I went to college and kind of continued that and found the weights. And I entered college as a marketing major and I would go to the gym frequently. Um, It was kind of a social aspect for the first year. And I saw a bunch of students in the fitness area. I'm like, like, what do they study here? And that's when I discovered that exercise science and health promotion could actually be um, something that I could study. And I was like, okay, heck yeah, sign me up. And it was just a big spiral from there um, on how... I learned more about what I did to get to where I am now, and I still put it into practice, but I could go on and on, but I'm going to just pause for a second because I don't (laughs) want to right now. Yeah, totally, totally. So I love that you say that, like, you – I think it's funny that you say that Pop-Tart thing because I feel like that was just a high school thing um, and just kind of major side note, those days where you could like eat absolutely whatever you wanted and have it not impact anything. I would before like basketball practice and my sister's going to laugh at this when she listens, I would get a hot fudge sundae Pop-Tart out of the vending machine and like yes. sit there and eat like the double pack of the hot fudge Sunday pop tarts. That is the exact flavor that I would get out of the It was so good. <laughs> and I would eat that and then I would be like, oh, now I'm going to go like 
run a run a basketball court for two hours and be fine (laughs) like not Not throw up (laughs) not feel like I'm gonna die um and that's just so funny but I think that it's important to kind of point that out and just the fact that you you discovered this world and how you you hadn't even like really been in the exercise world before and I think that so often from the outside looking in it looks like you're this person who just like has it all together and has always had it mastered. But the the truth of it all is, is that it really takes effort and it really takes work. And one thing that I think that is just like super just, um, I guess that stands out about Carly and that I'll kind of bring up next is that Carly really does have like a no excuses kind of like doing um you got to give some to get some that kind of like mentality when it comes to just life and her fitness in general and I think that's probably one of the reasons why you um have stuck with it for so long so talk to us like if you were talking to my listeners as if you were um because Carly is a fitness coach so she is very well versed in how to motivate people and get people excited about health and fitness if someone's like just getting started out or falling in that like on again off again relationship when it comes to fitness and looking at someone like us and like thinking like I'm never going to be that that way like that's never going to be me what kind of things would you like say to them because I love like (laughs) I just love how you you are so like unconditionally um passionate about helping people like reach their reach their best potential yeah There's a few different ways I can go with this. The first thing is find something that you enjoy and realize that it takes, they say it takes 21 days to make something a habit, but the finding something that you enjoy becomes important because getting into fitness while also studying it led to me personally, um, kind of doing it for the wrong reasons at some points where I would, I like remember actually saying to my now husband one time, like, I'm a personal trainer, I'm supposed to look like X. And I led down this road of overtraining. And to some people, they would get overtrained, and they would stop and then they fall off the wagon. I just kind of kept overtraining until like a Mm -hmm. light bulb moment went off. So if I had found sooner in my educational part of it, I guess, the pieces of it that I enjoy and respecting my body in a certain way, then it would have been a lot more easy to find kind of my stride that I'm in now sooner. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. finding something that you enjoy, absolutely. But knowing that it's not always going to be enjoyable. So like, try group exercise. (laughs) If you don't like group exercise, that's fine. Then try something on your own. Maybe a workout buddy is it. Maybe you really love group exercise. And then it pulls you in to this mindset that someone's going to notice that you're gone. And then that's when you overtrain. like knowing that there's going to be barriers that you're going to have to remind yourself that you can't always do it all. Um, but there's so much out there that it, it also can go a little bit confusing and that's okay. If you're going through the first few weeks, few months of this, and you, you still are like, well, I feel like I haven't tried everything yet. And I still don't know what I love. Like there is too much out there right now. That's overwhelming by all Mm -hmm. means. Um, Mm -hmm. So take your time with it and don't try everything at once either, because that's when the overtraining aspect is going to come. But they enjoy, you have to enjoy it, but you also have to remind yourself that it's not always going to be enjoyable. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and the fact that you say that is super important because I think that I so often get the question, well, like this is, or like get the statement, like, well, this is hard. Like, I don't want it to be hard. Like you say it's supposed to be fun. And I'm like, well, 
I think that there are aspects of it. Yes, you should enjoy it. You should not like absolutely feel overwhelmed by your routine. Like you said, if you're like trying all the things or if you're overdoing it as far as like overtraining, like that's that's like not the like not enjoying it part we're talking about. But I think it's just a matter of like, you have to get uncomfortable to see results and you have to, yeah, that that piece and just knowing that like, it's not going to be easy. Like it, it doesn't, and I always say, it's like if you do the same same thing over and over and over again and if you go through the motions, then your body is going to remain the same. Same mm-hmm. means same. Mm-hmm. And yep. if, yeah, it's just going to remain the same. And not even just like body as far as physical results, like body as far as like capability, like your capabilities are going to remain the same. So if yes. you're looking to be fit and see physical changes, then you have to make your body do things that feel awkward and feel uncomfortable and feel not so enjoyable all the time, but it doesn't last very long. It's just a matter of that mental capacity to keep going. Yeah. My favorite quote is you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And like, like you said, like you're kind of trying things and it's, it's kind of weird as we get older to adult age, we like feel like the trying new things and doing it over and over again is something that we shouldn't do, forgetting that when we were a kid, we tried to ride our bike without training wheels over and over again, and we just wanted to do it. It was uncomfortable. I'm sure we all cried trying to do that because we couldn't get it, but we did it, and now we can do so many things because as a kid, you're just naturally a little bit more resilient than you are as an adult, Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to remind yourself (laughs) that you can do that, and you can do this again and Mm -hmm. again. I love that you brought that up, and I think that we get and I don't know when that age is because I don't feel like I'm, well, I feel like I'm impacted by that a little bit, but like, I wonder like when that transition in your mind happens Mm -hmm. that like, oh, I'm a certain age, so I shouldn't be like trying new things and like experimenting as far as fitness goes. And really in the reality of things, like with health and fitness, you guys, you can, you can pick up anything, anytime. Like sure, Mm -hmm. you're, um, your capability or your like max effort or max speed might be different now than it was when you were in your high school years or your college years, but you can still improve and we all have a starting point. So if you're in your fifties and listening to this, like you still have a starting point and you can still grow. It's not like you've outgrown the ability to get fit and make changes. And I think Carly, like you've worked with, I think, I feel like I've worked with a lot of people like in varied like ages and backgrounds but you I feel like even more have like kind of talk to us a little bit about that like you I when was when I was in my personal training days I worked with a like a more diverse um group of people um specifically I feel like you at Orange Theory like you see people of all different age shapes sizes and I just think that that's incredible yeah so I'm glad you asked that because that's where my mind was going so like going back to like getting uncomfortable being uncomfortable especially at orange theory there's so many times that people are like i'm gonna try it when i get in shape and we're like that's Mm -hmm. not the purpose of it and i hope if anything especially since we're recording this in the time of covid19 people can realize right now is that like there might not be a time for you to try something so don't wait until you think that's the opening window to get there because it's never Mm going to be the case and like fitness coaches and fitness things exist to help you get to the level that you want to. And oftentimes you're going to get to levels that you never even expected. Um, so like at Orange Theory, yeah, we have people all across the board. Um, 
a few things that come straight to mind is there is um, actually a local news anchor out here. It's one of the members and she's like the sweetest thing. And she's done a lot of different fitness things and she's, you know, older than me. I'm not going to say her actual age, but she's at the age where some people think it's too late to try something new. And she has ran her best mile time, like ran her first mile ever like running and she never thought she could do that. And here she is like, you know, just trying it out and doing things that her younger self actually couldn't do. And we see that all the time. And it's, it's mm-hmm. somebody who used to be um, a D1 collegiate athlete, ba- basketball um, at UConn working mm-hmm. out next to a five foot two person who was never an athlete in her life. And they work out just fine together because they are each there for their own um, specific reasons. And they're finding new reasons beyond that just because they set foot in the door so yeah Yeah. there's been a Mm -hmm. lot of range of abilities that I've worked with um and I think the nice thing about all of it is that with almost every single one I've seen them do something that they are so shocked that they could even do Mm -hmm. and I love that you're talking about things that they're doing versus physical results because I think that so often with health and fitness we get so wrapped up in like how many pounds did I lose or can I see more definition in my stomach than I did a month ago? But in reality, when it comes to like health and fitness, I think that when you find that like sense of freedom with it and that sense of like, um, well, that like damn happy, damn healthy mentality, the the physical results start to kind of, um, I mean, sure, they're cool. And I'm not saying that we don't all love physical results because I'd be lying if I, if I didn't say, if I said that. But I think that once you find that sort of freedom and like happiness and just like all like, yeah, freedom when it comes to your health and fitness, the priority and the excitement starts to come from like those kind of results. Carly and I are both very competitive people and we love, (laughs) we love working out together because it's never about like, Oh, like what exercise and y'all, y'all are going to think we're crazy when we say this, but I have to say it. We're never about like, oh, like what exercise is going to give me like the prettiest look and booty or give me the, I mean, sure we do do exercises that produce physical results, but it's like, what workout is going to make us the most miserable? (laughs) Like, like how can we be so miserable when we're done? And it's just that like obsession with challenging your body and thinking about like, wow, like it's not about, hey, I look different today than I did a month ago. It's more like today I did 20 push-ups in X amount of time and I couldn't do that last month. Yes. Like that's where it gets to be really fun yes. and gets to be really exciting. So I'm, I'm really glad you said that because. Yeah. And I feel like when you have a goal of doing something that is um, not like appearance based, the appearance I guess, positives of it come with it. So like, if you're like, I really want to mm-hmm. be able to lift this amount of weight, or I want to run this certain time. And eventually, because you're working towards just moving your body in a natural way, that's going to help you live longer then the other benefits come with it. And that's when I've seen the biggest yeah. results, the, the slowest results have come from the people who are literally watching the scale every single day. And they're restricting, restricting, restricting. Mm-hmm. And they also then can't do the better mile time, the heavier weights, because they're not actually in the right mindset to do so. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me, I had someone on the podcast, and I love the way she worded this, and I think this is kind of what you're saying. Her name's Tanner Hobbs, and she said, 
when you're working toward the other stuff, which we were talking about like happiness, but it like goes very well here. When you're working toward like the other stuff as far as like running faster or getting stronger, then the like physical results are a byproduct yeah. of that. She like called it a byproduct. So you still, you still yes. get that. But it's just that by shifting your mindset and working towards something different, you're no longer attached to that. And I feel like when we are attached to the scale, when we are attached to the physical results, that's when the on again, off again happens because we have no fulfillment. We're, our like sense of fulfillment with it is just like way less. And we're, we have more frustration when it comes to health and fitness. And when you have frustration, what mm -hmm. happens? You tend to like, Either, like you said, overtrain and continue to just like tear your body down or you just give up and let your body waste yep. away, like those kinds yeah. of things. So, yeah, huh. that was that was yeah. good. Um, I also, um, what you said in there, which was a while back, I wanted to mention um, the whole idea, like people getting started and how you're talking about the news anchor. Yeah. I think that's really cool because... I like to just tell people like, you're never actually going to be ready. Like people always say like, I'm going to wait until I'm ready or I want to lose. And I get these statements daily. Like I want to, I want to wait until I like get a little bit more in shape before I start, or I want to wait until I have more time. Or, I mean, the reality of it is that like, you're never going to have more time. You're never going to be more ready than you are in this moment. So it's just, I know that like that first step is scary, but you kind of just have to like rip the band-aid and be okay yep. with being uncomfortable yep. for a little Absolutely. while. I mean, and yeah, always. Definitely. Yeah. So and once you once you kind of bridge that gap of learning to like feel that uncomfortable feeling, then you start to get obsessed with it, like Carly yeah. and I are. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like obsessed with that. People think people think we're yeah. crazy, which we we might be a little bit a little bit beyond the scale yeah. of normal when it comes to how we want to feel after yeah. a workout but but, but we everybody love it. gets so, addicted to a different feeling like we want to feel like we just got the wind knocked out of us but other people like the feeling mm -hmm. like just of a finished workout or they like the feeling of when they lift a heavier weight or they like the feeling of um like being so hungry for dinner because they know that their body just worked through a lot like there's like different <laughs> feelings that everybody loves yes. and it doesn't have to be like physical pain but people like everybody will no. find their thing <laughs> exactly yes everybody finds their thing that's awesome so the next thing that I kind of want to talk about with you and just like you in general because I think that one thing that I've been trying to stress a lot lately is just the fact that health and fitness is just like a never-ending journey and it's something that we have to continue to be excited for and keep passionate about and like like I'll say to like my clients and people in damn happy, damn healthy, they're like, oh, those workouts are probably like easy for you. Or like, you're probably just like health and fitness is probably like a breeze for you now. And the reality of it is that it's not. I mean, do I have like a bigger passion for it now? Yes. Do I have a bigger love for it now? Yes. But is it easy? No. Is it like I've like found my, found my like, stopping point and I'm just good where I'm at no so let's kind of talk about that and how like I think that one thing that's super impressive about you Carly is that you just like have that like never satisfied attitude when it comes to your health and your fitness and your life and all the things so where do you think that comes from and just kind of describe that a little bit yeah some people who are so into it like we are 
cycle it back to like their super athletic days, which I mean, I was an athlete in many aspects, but there's something that gets triggered once you kind of start rolling that you start to love and you have to keep going with it. So, you know, it might not happen in the first 21 days or 90 days of anyone's journey, but there eventually there's going to be something that switches where you're going to be more upset with yourself for skipping a workout than you, even if you don't feel like doing it. So one of the biggest things that I've learned is that, you know, I work at Orange Theory. So sometimes going to classes where other people can push me is important because there's days where I'm like in a all out crappy mood and I just go there and it's lifted. The endorphins from the exercise help it. Uh, working out next to people help it. And I know that. So it's like, if I'm coming home from work and I'm in a crappy attitude, instead of coming home and, you know, unleashing it here, I actually just go straight and do the workout there. Cause I, I've learned now about myself that that is important. Um, but another big thing, and again, this whole coronavirus thing has actually helped this is I've learned to kind of cycle different focus areas. So there's going to be times where, you know, I lift more than I run or times when I run more than I lift. I've recently gotten into yoga, which I thought I hated because I wasn't, because I wasn't good at it actually. And that's like a perfect example of getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. I wasn't good at it. And you know, my flexibility is gone. I suck at static hold poses, but I've found instructors that I like their flow and it's helped me try something new. And so I'm getting excited to now be running outside more than I am lifting because it's new. And then if you kind of can, if you can cycle through things instead of doing the same exact thing every single day, it makes it easier to get excited about the next day of exercise that you have in front of you. Um, but knowing that if, again, if you're like not feeling it that day, sometimes you literally don't need to work out. Like if you're sick, if you're run down, you learn to listen to your body, but other days you just literally have to get your butt off the couch and then ask yourself again. Like, am I ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just kind of that man- mentality where it's just and like, like I said before, never satisfied, but like waking up every single day with like that goal of being better than you were yesterday. And I think it's fun that you or just cool that you say the whole thing about um, that we don't always feel like it. I think that that's really important to point out because nobody's perfect. Everybody's human. But when you do start to develop that sort of like obsession or that um, you find your groove when it comes to health and fitness and you start to like reap the benefits and recognize and understand that like my life is better with this in it than it is without it, then it does become the opposite. Like it's, it's a lot harder to skip the workout than to like, no, it's a lot harder to skip the workout than it would be when you're not like in that sort of mindset like you no longer have that mindset where it's like oh yeah i'll do it tomorrow like it's like no like oh crap like my workout's not gonna fit in today or like i feel like Mm -hmm. crap and i need to work Mm -hmm. out like why can't i I need to just go do it now (laughs) like that kind of stuff um clint always says to me like if I'm in a grumpy mood or something, he's like, you need to go work out, <laughs> go, go blow some steam right. off. And I'm like, I know, I like, of course, get a little bit annoyed with him when he says it, but I'm like, I know it's, I know he's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. I, I do need to go just like have, have that time. And I love that you said the whole thing of like cycling through it and knowing that you can try new things and you don't have to always be like stuck in the same routine. And I, I do the exact same thing when it gets like warmer temperatures, I shift into like this, like running excitement type thing. And when it's 
not as warm outside, I yeah. tend to be lifting yeah. more and just like mixing it up. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, The last thing I'll ask you is, well, kind of like a twofold question. So the first question I want to just say, if you could like give just like your number one piece of advice to someone who's just like really stuck when it comes to motivation for their health and fitness what would you say to motivate them right now if they're listening um so maybe i might do two things because the people who i okay. coach with the most understand that my preferred style is like just freaking do it like like i can be super yeah. motivating like oh like you can do it or i can be like here's the actual truth so super motivating like I love that version yeah. of you. <laughs> the super motivating, oh, you can do it is, we'll just go back to get comfortable being uncomfortable and like figuring out what that actually means for you. But like the, here's what you really need to hear is no one else is going to do it for you. So figure out how to get out of your own way. I love it. That's awesome. And it's so true because I mean, you can like butter someone up as much as possible, honestly, but the reality is, is you just need to do the damn thing. <laughs> like, just yep. rip the band-aid and get started. And like you said, it might not be the first week. It might not be the first month, but that, that sort of like obsession and excitement with it all is going to come. And you yep. just kind of have to stick it out until you have that. And then the last question, which Carly, by all means, lives a damn happy, damn healthy life, you guys. <laughs> like she, she has the most incredible balance when it comes to like, health, fitness, life, fun, happiness, travel, all the things. So if you're looking for like damn happy, damn healthy vibes, then you need to go give her a follow. But if you, Carly, had to kind of describe whether it's like a day or whether it's just like life in general, like let's let's do a day because I think this will be fun for you. Like if you had <laughs> like the most damn happy, damn healthy day, like what would you be doing start to finish? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that can go into this. I know. Also, because because I'm isolated right now, there's different ways my brain is turning. <laughs> but, um, you know what? Okay, so let's go here. Uh, damn happy, damn healthy day, probably with or without isolation, if I was staying locally, would be, you know, I'd wake up, I would go to Orange Theory, we would have post-workout beers right across the street at World of Beer, and then I'd go with my friends on the lake and continue to have a few more drinks while we wake surf and then come home, hang out with my dogs in our backyard, maybe go for a walk and probably have another glass of wine. <laughs> if I could leave, you know, Yuri said I like to travel and stuff. So there might be a damn happy, damn happy travel day going to an all-inclusive resort and taking full advantage of it. So there's yeah. that too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. And just kind of like the best of both worlds. And I think that that's awesome. And I knew that your answer was going to be good for that. I actually <laughs> probably could have said your answer. Um, but I think that that's important. And just like, just an important message for everyone as we kind of wrap this up is that you can have the best of both worlds. Like you don't have to pick and choose. You can be super freaking fit and awesome and killing it in terms of your health and your fitness and all the things, but you can also have all the fun too. And Carly, yeah. you're like a perfect example of that. So yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for being on here. I'm so excited. This is great. So everybody, last thing I'm going to have Carly tell you, she hangs out on Instagram most of the time and she has a really rockin' Pinterest. So if you're like <laughs> looking to follow someone that's damn happy, damn healthy, and just really super inspiring. Carly, where can they find you on like Instagram and Pinterest? Um, Instagram, life of Carly B underscore at the end. 
Carly, C-A-R-L-Y. My name is Carly Bueller. Yes, I married into that, and I did accept the name Bueller with (laughs) arms wide open. Uh, But Life of Carly B. And Pinterest, I actually believe I might still be Carly Wolf, my maiden name. Otherwise, it's Carly Bueller. I think you have it under Life of Carly B, don't you? Okay, I might. I don't. I don't you remember might. what. We'll we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. So go follow Carly, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks, Carly. Woohoo! See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.